Hey there, this is Matt. Welcome to the Food Under Fire podcast, where we explore the grace and resilience of the hospitality industry in a year that grows ever more uncertain. I hope you're well, I hope you're healthy, and I hope your sanity is at a decent level. As we move into the fall, and as the temperature drops here in Minnesota, I can understand why some of our anxiety levels may be ramping up again. Pretty soon, being outside all the time won't be an option, and many of us will be spending time indoors. So what does that look like with the pandemic? What does that look like for restaurants? Well, how about this? Take a look at things right now. Your family, your friends, your broader network. How are they doing? You see, the more you begin to look out and make these projections about how things may get worse isn't going to help. Enjoy today. You're here. Fall's right around the corner, and we can still enjoy our favorite traditions. A pandemic can't prevent us from seeing the leaves change and carving pumpkins and drinking spice lattes. One thing that the pandemic has shown me is that there is a lot of magic and presence in the small things. Even just looking at a tree has new significance now. So I urge you to take greater pleasure in the small things, because... At the end of the day, those are the things that matter most. Before we get into today's episode, be sure to follow the podcast on the official Instagram page, which you can now find at Food Under Fire Pod. You can find it on Facebook as well under the same name. I'll also include a link to the newly created Food Under Fire YouTube channel. I'm trying to get in the habit of filming the first half of these podcast conversations, so if you want to check that out, visit the link in the description. The one I did with Liza Atkinson from Nash and Gather is now up, so check that out. If you enjoy the show, consider subscribing on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. You could also share with a friend or leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Thanks. Kate Sidoti has a pretty unique history with food. Ever since the age of 12, she has been a wheat-free baker, and growing up, everything in the house was made from scratch. She took great delight in making dishes that many of us weren't even thinking about until years later. This love of food continued into her studies when she went to the University of Canterbury in Christchurch, New Zealand for environmental science. She happily partook in a tradition called flat dinners, where roommates would contribute $100 a month to a joint account and take turns cooking meals for each other. More schooling came after this. A non-traditional culinary school in New York, a clinical internship in Michigan, and then on to St. Catherine University in St. Paul, Minnesota to become a dietitian. But she felt at odds with that path. The FDA guidelines for a healthy diet felt wrong to her. So, by chance, she ended up getting a job as a personal chef for a documentary filmmaker and his wife in Utah, where she was able to express her culinary creativity without much restraint. This experience gave her the skills and the confidence to cook for large groups of people. The filmmaker and his wife would often hold celebrity-studded parties. In fact, Kate even saw the likes of Elon Musk eat her food. So, fast forward to a random trip to New York. 
Her flight is delayed by a snowstorm, and she decides to go around town, sample, and explore. She happens to overhear a couple nearby as she's walking around. One of them mentions that they want to go to a restaurant called Botanist. Weird name for a restaurant, she thinks. But she googles it, and to her surprise, it was entirely vegan. It blew her mind, considering that vegan restaurants weren't super common at the time. And thus, the seed was planted for her very own restaurant. What if, she thought, I started a similar place, one that was radically sustainable? Eventually, the seed grew and materialized into what we now know as Brim, a hyper-conscious, gluten-free restaurant in Minneapolis that doles out healthy sandwiches, bowls, and more. Brim got off the ground thanks to the efforts of Kate and her husband Patrick. It's been in business since September 2018, but when the pandemic hit, Kate nearly thought the restaurant would never see its two-year mark. So, how did they make it? And how are they managing now? We get into that and much, much more. All right, well, I just got done setting up. I'm in Kenwood Park now in Minneapolis, and I've never been here before. Well, actually, I came here this weekend to scout out the location, and man, this place is awesome. I will say one thing about doing this podcast in these outdoor settings is that it really forces me to get out and explore some of these parks that I may have never explored before, or I'm just able to see them in a new way because I kind of have to shoot video in the parks so I'm looking at them differently and I don't know it's been really cool so as I'm hanging out in the park I begin to hear footsteps I can tell they're close by because I'm listening to the audio through my headphones which are plugged into the recorder the steps get louder and louder and still I see no one eventually I understand why oh there you are (laughs) I have this plugged in and I could hear you coming, but I didn't see you because you were behind that tree. So I was like, I was a little bit freaked out. I was like, what the hell? Where's that coming from? It's yeah, it's, it's, a, it's on a kind of a hill. So just be careful. But yeah, don't lean back too much. So we take a seat and right as we're about to start, we get distracted by a guy near us who's harvesting acorns from an oak tree. This starts a conversation about foraging. Have you ever done foraging before? Yep. I've never, I've never done it before. It seems really d- difficult. Like I it sounds fun, but it yeah. seems really hard. So I think you go for the things that don't. I go safely for the things that don't have anything that looks like a evil twin. Like right. Hazelnuts and the like, blueberries and raspberries and a few morels because there's no mushroom that looks like it so yeah you're pretty safe with those but i don't think i would get into the really extreme mushroom foraging I yeah. mean, maybe i just need to take classes or something yeah that's a that's a dangerous one yeah. right here because you pick the wrong one and that might be a death sentence yeah i don't want to do it into the wild <laughs> right but yeah i mean i would i i would love to get into it the hazelnuts you have to beat the deer Okay. Because there's like a weak window where the tree is just ready to pick. Otherwise, they're too green and they have to harden a little bit, but the deer just like know exactly yeah. when that day is. Right. I mean, it's, let's be honest, it's good, it would be good marketing for the restaurant, like foraged hazelnuts on our new, you know, people are so into stuff like that. Yeah. 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 Make a cake out of it. Right. We've been doing a lot of weekend cakes, so. 
A forage cake would be pretty cool. Yeah. So yeah, speaking of Brim, how are you guys doing? Let's just start with that simple, extremely broad question <laughs> that could turn into a whole 30-minute well, hour conversation itself. Mid-pandemic, our spirits yeah. are good. Good. Our spirits are high, <laughs> I guess, which is all that anyone can say right now. Yeah. I mean, yeah, we. Um, it's a really small team, so I mm-hmm. think we're all trying to keep our energy up. Um, everyone, especially our manager, Kyle, has been playing five million roles. I've been playing a lot of roles. Um, but right now we're we're super grateful for the summer that we've had and that we've been able to stay open and just still trying to plan what's going to happen this winter. Yeah. Well, you say people are, are covering for roles. So, I mean, what did the employee situation look like then for you guys? Did you lose people yeah. and now you're just kind of compensating and everyone's doing as much as they can right now? When it first started, so this is back in March, um, we closed early. So it was before Walls did the shelter in place kind of thing. We shut down for two days and solely moved to curbside. Just weren't sure what we were going to do, but we knew that it wasn't safe to have the team there and people still coming in. Um, So we moved to curbside and then went from 16 employees to two. So Mm. me and our manager and um kind of gave everyone because no one knew how long it was going to take so we gave our team like we'll see this month out you know if you need help let us know we'll offer hours when we can and then uh, two weeks a month turned into two months and then we were finally able to slowly bring people back um after about a little under two months so our the manager and i the first couple months it was like i do the days he do the nights you know, it's one of us making all the orders, running all the orders out, and just grateful that anyone was still online. Every, I feel like the first week, especially, I'm like, people are ordering. Like, this is all right. We can do this. We can. They're still coming in, so it's been wild. Yeah. And now we have a staff of. We're back up to twelve. That's good. So cool. it's been ebbs and flows, but. Um, yeah, I'd say all but five haven't come back, and either that's because they found different jobs or mm. went back to school or um, a little bit more organic distance. So yeah. it's been good. Yeah. Did you ever at one point have any doubt in your mind, or you were just like, we're making this work, I don't care? I mean, be honest. I mean, yeah. was there a point where it was just like, this might not work anymore? Daily. Really? <laughs> and still to this point, I mean, you just we weren't prepared we were ready it was our year and a half open spring was i mean it's everyone's story like minnesota summer that's when you celebrate and go out and go to restaurants and we just had a um a strong spring and then this hit um we were gearing up for a state fair round two so it put a lot of brakes on and a lot of enthusiasm was dampened and i remember this was kind of um during the the protests and all of the intensity and tragic injustice that's happened in uptown we were boarded up and and it was a pandemic and our team was gone and i laid on our banquet that was all like the tables and chairs were all in the middle because we had to take all of our patio table inside so that no one could use that as 
damage and I was just laying in this dark restaurant <laughs> just like crying <laughs> like what is going on but we've got a lot better since then so there was there has been a lot of dark moments yeah. this summer um and I can imagine like everyone is going through that in some sort of fashion whether they're trying to homeschool or trying to manage a job that's uncertain um so you know you just have to see the brighter side every day and right. our doors are still open right now right so that's that's it's not like this is like some spore pandemic where you yeah. literally can't go outside right. like that that has been a huge realization or revelation for me i've just been outside so much more mm -hmm. especially just in parks around lakes yeah if anything the pandemic has been a blessing in that sense because it's like pushed me to appreciate the earth more right. which i just feel like i was just taking for granted because i was just on autopilot with work and life and definitely now you're just kind of you're i mean you can either stay inside and kind of be miserable about it and have anxiety all the time or you can just be like okay let's discover the natural world and i was just right. saying before you came i'd never been to this park before mm -hmm. and i probably would have never discovered it if it wasn't for scheduling this interview yeah. with you here yeah no that's a beautiful thing and like discovering different markets there's so many smaller i think especially too and we've had to fortunately look at our expenses and where to min minimize and um just realizing there's a lot more mini markets farmers markets and there's one just a block away from brim on thursdays that we get a lot of the herbs and it's like exactly like trying to shift from tragedy to opportunity and where do you see like the silver lining of this all because yeah we're all going to come out of it a lot different and stronger <laughs> yeah and, yeah it's a good way to look at it yeah well i'm glad you're no longer crying in the middle of your restaurant <laughs> yeah i don't do that anymore it's it's <laughs> our the boards are off and a little bit more calm around the area so good that's, that's good have you found any new or, or different opportunities to be I don't know, regain or rethink your, your creativity, like with new items or just in your own personal oh, life? Oh, yeah, that's a good question. I mean, it's been really hard, especially this summer, because creativity, you have to be in sort of a, a energetic zone. And when things are really down, I found it hard to, like, think of new recipes. And I, I think we really explore in the bakery section and have fun with, like, weekend cakes. And it was just, you really have to, like forced mindset and get outside and look at the positive outlook of this all and I think um, honestly going to farmers markets sparked creativity of doing fun seasonal things and really get great cakes and like peach cakes and strawberry cakes with all Minnesota grown berries and just finding the little simple beauties in that um, really made a difference mm -hmm. this summer and just a way to connect directly to customers in the farm farmers markets um has been a really great thing yeah another cool thing that i'm noticing is that people's people in the restaurant and in, in their respective space or whatever they're finding new ways to operate new and better ways mm. to operate i mean has that been a case for brim have you found new systems to implement in terms of like how you just to the very basic idea of like how you put out an order or how everyone communicates have any new like systems yeah come out of that i mean first year and a half open we didn't even have a receipt printer really so we were doing all like all all screen all tech um but nothing like i will i will say though that is not 
Now that I think about it, that's not super weird. It's not super weird, but it is kind of weird. So we have, <laughs> we have an app, which is really new, and, and able to print orders now. Yeah. <laughs> and like, so the communication between the front of the house and back of the house Wait is a, a second. When you say that, do you mean you, don't, you didn't have anything to print out stuff to send to the back of the house? Is right. that what you mean? Right. Oh, I thought you meant for customers. No, we were all like penmen, like <laughs> two chicken pestos, like all... You know, you know, very I, old right. school. I had a I had a short stint in the restaurant industry, and I know that you need a system <laughs> where an order is input in front of house yep. and back of house. If that shit doesn't print up, yep. you're screwed because yep. you need things to be popping up. You need to be on top of it. Yeah. So you guys are just like scribbling down orders. Scribbling if like, orders. <laughs> just like throwing in the back, and then you'd have like five memo notes of orders. And yeah. I can't read this. <laughs> We don't do that anymore, yeah. so that's good. And then um, then we started, we didn't have online ordering, so excited about that, and that'll be here forever, and our app will yeah, be here forever, so as long as we're open. and Right. That's been really, really good for us. Yeah. Well, then what about for you? I mean, I've asked this question a million times. Hopefully people aren't annoyed by it, but I think it's really interesting. What about new things about yourself that you discovered? Because for me personally, I'm just... Again, I just, I, up until the pandemic and even, even the, all the civil injustice, I feel like I've been living my life again on autopilot. And now with all these insane things happening, I just have such an enhanced awareness about everything yeah. and just about how I live my life and just the changes that I need to make. Have you discovered anything like that personally? I think I, it was a new, I always found myself as being kind of independent and um, nature driven and this has made me realize how much I need a team around me. Mm. Like when we were really, when, especially the days where it was, I would be in the morning and it would, so it would just be me and then Kyle would be at night and it just be him. Like how severely I need people and a team around me and just, just to have a space where you can have fun and interact with like our employees and customers. And when it's gone, I, it really felt like a very strong void um, I'm excited to get back to that. But. Yeah, I can relate to that because I've always been, um, I've always had a similar in- sense of independence to the point of mm. like it being like a stubborn independence. Yeah. And I think not only for us, just but for everyone, we've realized how much we need other people. Mm-hmm. And I think that's been really cool and enlightening to yeah, discover. Definitely. And it, yeah, I mean, how little, like the smallest interaction, you know, you, both people are wearing masks, gloves, like yeah. s- a lot of times people would just pull up with their trunk open and you just like, I saw a person, I saw someone, like, it's, it's great. Yeah. But, um, yeah, people are amazing and having connections yeah. is all part of life. Easy to take for granted, for sure. Yeah, I mean, even seeing someone smile without a mask is rare nowadays, it's crazy. Know, it's I just know. like, if you really think about even like these people down here playing tennis, they're not wearing masks, that's kind of weird to see. It's just like... That's, I mean, that's another reason why I like parks because it's a lot more open mm-hmm. and people aren't, you know, usually people aren't wearing masks unless they're a little bit more paranoid than usual. But right. it's just, it's just nice to be reminded of what things, how things used to be sometimes. <laughs> it's a face. <laughs> right. Just something is so, oh, it's a face. Something so simple and stupid. It's yeah. just like, yeah. wow, that's really, that's really good to see. Yeah, it is good to see. Um, but no, no, that that good. That's good that you've been pushing and pushing, and you've kept that sense of resilience, and you haven't let doubt get in the way of your operations. And uh, I mean, are you feeling pretty optimistic? About I things am. Right now? Um, 
I think we have a rhythm now and our community is so supportive and they they are so like I don't know I'm watching this because I'm overwhelmed with gratitude of, of how much they want to see us through and when it was really bad they were um, like tipping well and making sure the employees were were covered and ordering more than they usually you know a lot of the regulars you know their order and they would add on a lot and make sure they were coming back and um, I think that definitely feels like it's going to continue through the winter and then hopefully we're in a different a little bit of a different space in the spring or Mm -hmm. yeah you guys kind of have an advantage because I feel like there is something really special about having just like that place to go where it's just like I'm not eating food that's going to make me feel terrible in like 30 minutes yeah. you know I mean I've had your food before it's amazing and it's like it actually I don't feel like shit after I eat yeah. it not that that food is bad that food's great the too great and it has time and place there's a time and place yeah. for greasy totally. food that is just drowned in sodium but yeah. your food is like you know it's easy for like a customer to make like an actual connection to it. it's like oh I can go here several times a week and I yeah. won't feel super guilty about it I, that's what kind of what we we're hoping for and I think this winter we're trying to do more family-style meals mm-hmm. that are a little bit more unique and a little bit more comfort, um, but still on the Brim brand. So we'll mm-hmm. do like chicken parmesan, but gluten-free. Yeah, and, right. Um, organic chicken and and just stuff more interesting like that for the winter, um, but still pretty healthy for you. Right, right, and you're. I mean, you're location is amazing too i just feel like where you are in this part of minneapolis you just have access to so many people who are just ready and willing to give and so yeah that, i think that is something really to be grateful for is to have that really yeah. awesome customer base yeah i th- think so. we're kind of feeling like now um you know you can pull up from running errands and the fact that we don't have a parking lot and have street like pull up is actually a benefit right now something that wasn't um thought of to be as before but so that's been really helpful mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. well yeah i uh i i'm excited for you guys and i and i hope that you know everything goes well is there any special items or something right now that you have that you can plug that are new Ooh, we have um a lot of new sandwiches. Okay. So uh, our sandwiches are all made with gluten-free focaccia and like toasted, and we have this really great like beef and scrambled egg, red pepper, chipotle crema kind of smoky sandwich um, that we just introduced over the weekend, and that one's really good. <laughs> it's a, pretty excited. It's a good like chilly winter morning, fall morning sandwich. Right, right. That sounds awesome. Well, what about? What about you at home? I mean, you're killing it with the food at Brim, but have you been making time for yourself and experimenting in your kitchen? Have you found anything new in that regard? Ooh, home kitchen. I think I would say my husband's been cooking more. Really? Yeah. He's been breaking out the, the green egg and okay. having fun because he's working from home, so yeah. he's got more time. <laughs> so that's been a perk. Yeah. Nice. Just take a little break, enjoy some different food. Yeah. And then we've been take, getting a lot of takeout too. Good. Which is kind of a nice Saturday night. Test out what re- other restaurants are doing and supporting our favorite spots. Right. So you're taking a break then from the home cooking and that's all him right now. Yep. Uh, pretty much. Yeah. 
I mean, you're you're involved with it so much at Brim that it's just like it's a lot. <laughs> it's a lot. Yeah. I mean, I've heard of, of chefs that get like sick of food sometimes if they're around it so much. If you're around the same food, luckily we have enough like widespread variety of ingredients. So usually, yeah. if especially our manager and I, he's always like making pizza or some different sauce or you know if we have a spare couple hours we make something that's brim ingredients but not brim no but might turn up on a brim menu is usually how the new items are created where it's like what have you been making out of these ingredients that we have that's not the stuff we see all the time right right so so looking forward you've talked about you're thinking about winter already i mean how far ahead have you been thinking nowadays are you kind of just taking things a day at a time or have you really been getting intentional about strategizing because you have referenced the you know you're you're preparing with these these family meals have you thought beyond that at all and where you even want to take brim beyond where you are right now I mean it's kind of a crazy time to be having those thoughts but I'm just kind of curious if you've been in that headspace I think certainly since it's been feeling more like fall it's a natural transition okay like how can we think about this year and my husband is the co-owner and I were just like strategizing state fair next year and just we're gonna have a new space um, at the fair that's a little bit bigger so kind of strategizing that way and then a location too so location too okay. trying to get into that world of finding the right location right and maybe possibly taking an opportunity that wasn't necessarily there before COVID yeah um, is keeping us energized for sure yeah that's something i always like to see that people are uh they're not only surviving right now but they're already putting in place plans to maybe expand or start something new yeah. and it's always really cool to hear about people who have restaurant openings coming in like the next six months or new places that have opened Doesn't already it make you so excited like that's the awesome one at keg and case i'm like yeah. It's so it's what everyone needs to see right now. Right. Like that people are still moving forward and that they're not scared or they're not timid. They're planning and I mean shifting to what's gonna work for them and right. um like Popo Boo did that change to a Mexican yeah, market that was and cool. bakery and that's gonna be awesome. So or it is awesome. I don't know if it's open yet. I yeah, I'm not sure. Yeah. <laughs> I probably should know but I don't know. I yet. think they're just about to, yeah. <laughs> But. Yeah, no, that's um, because I, the people in your industry, they're just so, it's, I'm hesitating because I don't want to make this analogy because it sounds so bad. I've used it once before. Mm. It's such like a rude analogy, <laughs> but I feel like people in your industry are like, co- yeah. you're like, no, you're like cockroaches because you can survive anything. <laughs> just I just feel there. like cockroaches can survive like a nuclear holocaust. You know, it's just yeah. like you guys are, you guys are pushing, pushing along. You're again opening new spaces even during a time of like unprecedented economic crisis is just insane and it's really inspiring and i think other people in other industries should take note of that because it is a sign that there is hope because it's very easy to lose hope because this can feel never ending sometimes Mm. but as long as we see examples of people uh you know practicing economic prosperity or at least pretending to show it by opening new places i think that's a really good thing for people to see yeah definitely totally agree yeah. So Brim number two. Yes. Next year, two years. Um, ideally, well, this is a dream world. Ideally, um, after State Fair, be in in construction and 
slowly open the spring of that would be 2022 wow yeah do you have any areas in mind or is that a secret you don't have to say like specific but like general i mean a few areas highlighted um we're hoping downtown okay i was gonna say consider st paul my area but that's okay that's okay that's <laughs> downtown well, Minneapolis. I know, I know, I know, I know. Downtown Minneapolis would be would be awesome. Yeah. That's really good to hear. It's awesome. Uh, well, yeah. Th- thank you so much for coming on oh, to do this. This this was really fun. And again, it always makes me so happy to see people at least prosper in their own way, whatever that may mean nowadays. Yeah. But it's it's good to see. Every time I see a post from any sort of restaurant, like on Instagram or something, it's like, right. all right, they're still alive. They're yeah, still kicking. They're, still kicking they're, still... they're not, again, they're not boarded up in their restaurant crying. They're yeah. like, they're putting stuff out. <laughs> they're out there. Yeah. Being creative. Yeah. yeah. So, well, thank you so much for coming by, yeah, Kate. of course, man. It was a pleasure. Beautiful, beautiful setting. Yeah, yeah. Hey there. Thanks for listening. If you want to support Kate and Brim, I'll be sure to include a link to where you can order in the description of this episode. As a reminder, be sure to follow the podcast on the official Instagram page, which you can now find at Food Under Fire Pod. You can find it on Facebook as well under the same name. If you enjoy the show, consider subscribing on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. You could also share with a friend or leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Thanks again for listening, and I'll see you next time. Take care.